Hello, beautiful lady, and welcome to this week's episode of the Girls Get Confident podcast. We are on episode 23. This week, I'm so excited because we have a very special guest. Her name is Crystal Lee. She is an energetic healer. She has just this beautiful energy about her. And what I love is that I've been doing work with her in person. She also works with people online and the vibe, the feeling that you get, the results that you walk away with is still exactly the same, whether you are in person with her or whether you're talking to her through Zoom, just like what I did to record this episode. I uh, go into some experiences that I've had with Crystal uh, that I've been getting quite a few questions from you ladies about and it has seriously helped me to transform so much this year in doing work with Crystal to help me uh, around my energetics and I guess some spirituality stuff as well. So um, get ready to learn a lot, have an open mind and what I love about this episode is Crystal gives you some really beautiful tools that you can use instantly in your life whether you believe in this stuff or not give it a go and see how you feel afterwards okay I'm going to stop talking now because I think this is such a great episode it is a bit longer than what you're used to but I'm really hoping that you take some serious valuable uh, learnings and lessons away from this one so let's get into it this podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Crystal, I am so grateful to have you on this week's episode. I don't know if you've ever listened to any of my episodes before, but what I like to do with guests is kick off with the most super randomest quick fire this or that. How does that sound? Sounds great. Beautiful. Okay. Bake a cake or buy a cake? Bake a cake. <laughs> make lots of money or make a huge impact in the world? Make a huge impact in the world. Nice. Mm, born in the future or in the past? Oh, that's a good one. Born in the future. Nice. Okay. If you were in a talent show, would you sing or dance? dance cool this one's a bit I don't normally do gross ones but today I was like I'm gonna throw in a random one um have bad breath or stinky feet <laughs> stinky feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah I contemplated that too and I was like I would have to say stinky feet because then at least you could just always wear socks and you could yeah, always you hide, can hide it hide with shoes. <laughs> uh book smart or street smart book smart for sure. Um, this one might be a bit harder. Uh, crystals or angel cards? Ooh. Crystals. Nice. Last one. Western medicine or traditional? Traditional. Beautiful. Okay. So now that that is said and done, I feel like we still obviously have so much more to learn about you. Why don't we kick off with you telling us in your own words, a little bit about yourself and also what got you into being the amazing holistic healer, energy master and spiritual empowerment coach that you are. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> Um, well, my name is actually Crystal. I get asked that quite a lot. They're like, is your name actually really Crystal? I'm like, yes, it is. So mm -hmm. I love my name. Very relevant. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, I 
am based in the Waikato. I'm a mum of two children and I have a husband and um, I'm all about basically helping people realise that they're their own best healers. Um, I have a massive uh, life purpose really to help raise the consciousness of this world and help heal the world. And yeah, I'm like an alchemist. I love to turn any low vibe stuff to high vibe so we can yeah, live in peace and harmony and um, yeah, just grow together. I'm all about this ascension and growing together. So that's a little bit about me. I, how did I come to become, uh, how did I come to doing this? Well, I guess we all have our, our life purpose, right? We're all born for certain things and I, from a very young age, felt very different. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was almost like the old soul. I felt like an old soul. And then many people would say that to me. But I felt a lot older than even, you know, adults when I was a young child. And I always remember thinking like and, and observing what would go on around me and always question it in my head or go, why are they doing that? Like, I, I felt like I was... I don't know, I wouldn't ever put myself on a pedestal or anything like that, but I just, I couldn't make sense of, of certain actions of what would happen in the world or, or certain um, like adults and things like that, that mm -hmm. I didn't really agree with. And I didn't really have any uh, role models or anything like that, that would guide me or teach me. I just always had this deep inner knowing and I always had a love for crystals, so mm -hmm. I always connected with them. Um, I grew up, I guess one would say, with a, a dysfunctional upbringing. Um, uh, always got a lot of good life stories from that and healing <laughs> from that. Um, but really, I guess when I was um, quite young, I remember I always felt very deeply. I felt... Um, uh, very much of others I felt the pain of in suffering in the world mm -hmm. I had this deep desire to want to save the world basically help animals all of that kind of thing and so a real caring like nature from a young age mm -hmm. and when I was it was about 11 or 12 um, was the earliest conscious memory that I had when my um, grandmother passed away and she came back and I saw her in spirit wow. so that was probably my first spiritual experience although now um, as I've got older in life and been able to regress back to earlier memories I actually had as we all do very very early memories of um, different experiences uh, outside of what one would call the norm, the norm <laughs> for me <laughs> so yeah I guess um, I went down a bit of a journey mm -hmm. in life as we all do have a lot of stories to tell and things I'm not so proud of but what kept calling me back was just this inner knowing that there was more than what met the eye mm -hmm. and I remember in my early teenage years going to like meditation groups and doing wow. mindfulness stuff and like connecting with crystals and all of that and then digressing and, and went down the path of drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And no matter what unfolded in my life, I kept having something just pull me back, pull me back, trying to explore, I guess, who I truly am, as we all are. And if I fast forward, um, I guess the catalyst to 
what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I started in many spiritual groups doing all of that kind of thing. I had two identities. I had the crystal that everyone knew. Um, and then I had the real me that wow. I had. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't talk about, you know, I believe in this or that, or I feel this or that, or experience this or that. It was just like I had these two masks on. And um, when my grandfather, um, basically when I stepped into the role of being a healer, it was when my grandfather was uh, very unwell and at his final time. And I had this deep calling that I needed to go and see him at the rest home. And I had this intuition guidance that I needed to take certain crystals with me. Wow. And I took these crystals and I just had this, this knowing that I needed to go heal him. And I mm. thought, oh, like, you know, I had, I'd been healed from others. I'd go see healers or whatnot, but I'd never done anything like that myself. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I trusted and I called on my angels. Wow. And that kind of thing. And my grandfather, he um, could he was he couldn't see at all. He was blind. Um, he couldn't speak. He he was literally on his final days. And I just trusted what I w- was intuitively what was coming to me. Mm-hmm. And I did a full healing on him, and he spoke to me as clear as days. And I was healing down his arms and his hands because when I was doing when I was healing him, I was like, whoa, I could feel the pain and the buildup. Oh my body. god. And as I was healing him, he spoke clear as days and said, Thank you. I can see what you're you're pulling out of my hands and it's helping me. And he didn't say anything else after that. And I was like, <laughs> he couldn't see, like his eyes were closed, but he could see me through his yeah. eyes. Yeah, and um, that night he passed away. Mm. But I know that he passed away in the, surrounded by so much love and angels as we we usually are. But he was also able to transition pain free because of what I had lifted. Um, after that, connecting with other intuitive um, friends at the time, and and having my grandfather then come back to me, it was that confirmation. Of like I was like, wow, yeah, I am a healer. Like I can do this. Um, and so, yeah, like anything, you have little pathways or um, mm-hmm. little crossroads in life. And one thing led to the other. I learned properly how to, I, I did my Reiki level one with the desire just for myself. Mm-hmm. Then that led into going, you know what, I think I'm going to do Reiki level two again for my own personal, like spiritual growth and healing of myself. And from there, it just kept evolving to then I started having people come see me and then <laughs> I've trained and done a lot Here since, we are. but it, wow. it just evolves, you know. It just you just follow that inner knowing, that inner calling, and it just your pathway is always presented. It's just about putting that foot in front of the other and trusting. So yeah, there's a lot in between there, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I guess I've just always had that that inner knowing, that intuition, and um, I'm not any any more special than anyone else. We're all gifted. We're all born gifted. And um, we just all have our different soul purposes of why we're here. So, yeah, that's in a nutshell. That is so beautiful to know. I love using this platform and being able to, I guess, learn more about people. You know, you and I met back in 2020. 
I was studying NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming. I always say it wrong. Um, and Crystal was actually my uh, coach at the time. So the person who um, helped me to get through the course. And I just remember, um, I think we had three sessions together initially, and that was just part of the program. And I just loved it. I thought you were just the most amazing, you know, uh, warm hearted person and like I, I cried so easily to you and I remember the one mm. mental breakdown that I had in August of 2020 which was so, so big for me and I was in Wellington I remember it like it was yesterday and then you you helped me through that so beautifully and then after that I feel like that's when my life really began to change obviously like you're saying it's changed so much but from that moment it was like a little shedding or releasing of something which um you know I probably wouldn't have been able to do that without you in that moment so thank you so much for that of course you're so welcome and I do believe it's not about me in particular but I do believe firmly that you know we we meet people at Mm. pivotal times in our life Mm -hmm. and and it's always divinely guided and you know our, our our meeting was of purpose oh it was was. it was because now fast forward to 2022 and it was probably March and um I'm up here at my property in Mamaku and I'm just feeling like something is missing or out of sync or like there's something oh there's just there's just a bit of resistance here and I don't know what it is and in in all honesty I don't really know what to do about it right so that in that moment I kind of reflected and I was like well I need some help and and I obviously don't know all the answers myself so who do I feel called to get this help from? And, you know, there's, there's life coaches out there. There's so many different people that I've worked with or people that I followed online, but I just didn't feel in that moment that they were it for me. And then I don't know what happened, but somehow I thought of you and, you know, we, you know, we've been friends on Facebook, but we haven't really spoken. And as soon as I thought of you, I was like, that's it. I have to go to crystal. And so that there is what's kind of reconnected us. And I really wanted to start by saying that since we've done a couple of sessions together this year, there have been two major things that have happened. And one of those is that I've now been able to uh, release this ick, I would say, that's been hanging over me or that feels like it's been holding me back. And I've done the thing, which is quitting my job and now going into self-employed life. So that's one thing. The second thing is that I've had so many people interested in this journey that I've been on over the past few months of really just um, trying to figure out, hey, there's something that's misaligning here or there's resistance I'm feeling in some way, shape or form in my life, but hey, I'm going to do something about it. And that's obviously what's led me to you. And um, I've shared with friends and, you know, of course, the lovely ladies who listen to this podcast about this journey that I've been on. And there's been so many questions. So that's why I really wanted to get you on because I think you, you've got so much wisdom to share in the spiritual world and I uh like I've got my guidance cards and I've got crystals and the the things but I've never really 
identified with being a spiritual person. You know, I have spiritual interests and elements about me and I'll go to healers such as yourself, but it's not something that I feel uh, educated enough to educate others on. So I'm so grateful that you said yes to being on the show. So pretty much for the next, you know, however long that this goes for, I'm just going to pick your brain and ask you heaps of questions. So I hope I'm that's okay so with you. I'm so honored and so blessed <laughs> and I'm so grateful to be here chatting with you. Oh, thank you. Listening. Well, I'm just so grateful for you because honestly, so much has shifted for me since, you know, even back in March when I was first feeling this calling to get some external guidance. And um, when I came to you, I felt like there was something that was keeping me stuck, you know, and right now you ladies at home can't see, but I'm, I'm holding my hand out as if I'm, I'm grabbing something in the ear. Like I felt like something was keeping me just held back right and I, I couldn't put words to it but can you expand on maybe you know why this can be in relation to the spiritual world and that's the thing as well that um a lot of people think like it's the spiritual world and mm. I'm not this way or whatnot <laughs> but I think the biggest thing one must realize and it's not just me saying it is we're all energetic beings. Mm. You can see that scientifically and we're all, we're all energy. And so what I see a lot is so many amazing people like yourself have been doing the work and been doing such a fantastic job and doing all of the things, but the, the missing puzzle piece or element is the energetics of it. Mm. So whether it is the spiritual element or just looking at energy itself, it has a massive part to play in what we're attracting what we're vibrating the blocks and all of that kind of thing as you know you know the, the subconscious that that's a massive part but what I see a lot is we we focus down one one avenue or one tree branch of, mm. of healing for ourselves and it might be doing all the mindset work and that's great but we've also got the energetic element which is huge and we've also got the physical component too in our nervous system and it's mm. not to get overwhelmed but it's about about not putting all your eggs in one basket and know that there are other options that if you're finding that you've been doing all the things and you've made so much amazing progress just like you mm. then you're going ah, there's just this one thing there that just <laughs> I can't get past it this is where you've got to go right listen to that intuition mm -hmm. that inner knowing as you did because when you said that that inner calling for me that's your intuition that's yeah. your guidance mm -hmm. And so, you know, you heard that through thought, through, you know, an idea or whatnot, mm -hmm. that's, your, that's your awareness. Yeah, it has a massive part to play and it doesn't matter if you believe or not. It's just about having that open mind. Anyone at all, regardless of belief system, can, can work on the energy of yourself or mm -hmm. open your mind up even more to go, all right, if I'm going to be open-minded if I step outside of just we're energetic beings, what else could it be? And in this instance, and what we're talking about today is past lives, mm. progression and where that can come into play. Oh, I just, I love that. And it's so funny because I've been meeting some amazing women lately who are all about the energetics and they, they speak like that. And I'm just like, here with my notepad wanting to soak up as much as I can but I think the thing is as well is it is okay to have our tools that are natural and that flow for us and that are our skills for me it is the strategy and the mind 
process stuff. I know the business plan and I know where I want to go in life and I know how to get there. I can map the whole road out for anyone confidently. But what I can't do very well is see the thing energetically that's looming over me and clear that. And so I think it like it's okay for us in any instance. Like I'm someone who's been doing personal development for 10 years now. And I still confidently say that I get help, you know, and, and in this instance, you helped me so much in that energetic space. And so you mentioned past life. Yes, that is why we're talking today, because I came and had two sessions with you so far. There's definitely more to be had, but so far there's been two. The first one, I believe, was just uh, an energy healing, clearing, just to get things moving. Is that right? Yeah. So I call it a holistic healing session only mm-hmm. because it's so vast that we could be doing anything in that session. <laughs> yeah. um, but I really work on, yeah, your your energy um, chakras. So we all mm-hmm. have these energetic systems within our body. And that's actually something really important to even reflect on as well as our chakra system. But I, I focus on balancing that because if any of those chakras are off balance, that can have a flow on effect into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically because I, I work with what I call your spiritual team, and I work intuitively, it's like you've got this whole big team around you and I'm being guided what is for your highest good in that session. A lot of the time when I see people for the first time, I'm actually clearing so much energy off them that isn't even their own. Yeah. As an example, whether you believe in spiritual side or not, I always say, you know, think of a time where you're in a really great mood, right? You're really happy, really good. And then you walk into the room or maybe your flatmate or a husband or a partner or whomever or a friend comes in and they're really grumpy mm. or something's happened. And then all of a sudden your mood, you're, you're a bit agitated, you're a bit grumpy, whatever. Yeah. You were just really happy. And now you're in this <laughs> shitty mood, right? Yeah. Well, it's just energy. It's not your energy. You're just feeling others. And in a lot of cases, because we're all energetic beings, we're like these magnets that are just attracting or pushing away. Like we're, we're, we're bringing on this energy and, and a lot of times it sticks and holds. So some of us are more sensitive than others mm-hmm. and can feel it and be overwhelmed a lot. But so many times I see so many people that are like, I'm just feeling this certain way. And then we like dive in, we clear it. And it's like that emotion, that feeling wasn't even yours. Mm-hmm. We disconnect, we clear it, we release. It's like, you know, you let it go. Just like imagining when you're in a shower, finish the day with washing and clearing away everyone else's energy that's quite often um the case when I do my healing sessions the mm-hmm. first ones it's clearing the energy but also <laughs> finding where the blocks are what's going on after that we where you just said you know finding where the blocks are at the end of our session you kindly recommended to me that you think that there is some past life stuff there that would be worth me exploring I thought about it and I was like yeah I I feel it there's something here that I just don't think I can I can deal with myself and so yeah why why not let's try this thing called a past life regression now can you please share because I don't want to butcher it you know I feel like it's obviously best coming from you what is a past life regression past life regression is basically it's like a a form of therapy Mm -hmm. and uh, I basically get one into a relaxed alpha state and when you're in your alpha state this is when you're able to access subconscious memories um uh, 
and um, like the past life imagery, all of that kind of thing, where you've got those emotions and everything stored, you're, you've got all of these memories stored. And so I get you into an, an alpha state where we're able to then explore a past life. It may even be sometimes in a lot of cases, because I do inner child regression as well, it may be present life stuff. Mm. But basically a past life regression is where we go back in time and space and we are able to review a lifetime that is perhaps holding you back in mm. this life you're never given anything that you can't handle or your your team will never take you to anything that is not relevant that you aren't able to see at that time mm. and basically you're taken back and, and you experience another lifetime it might be even another time and like another realm it might mm. be not even always in human form and that's quite out there I know wow for me to, that for some people it's amazing um, it is so amazing it's so fascinating and basically the the story of the life is fascinating of course that's that's always great to see and experience what what a past life that you've been in has mm. been mm. but the most important part is actually the lessons and learnings of that life and going through that dying scene which for some it can be traumatic <laughs> but again you're guided you're supported you're not yeah. showing anything you can't handle um, and the reason why we go through that final stage of that life is because your emotions, your physical pain or, or injury, um, your thoughts and feelings at that time of transition is what is carried through to the next life. Wow. So I believe we have that reincarnation and our soul reincarnates as we learn our soul lesson mm. and, and all that kind of thing. And so we can carry the imprint of that life through to the next life and usually it's like we we're always taking positive learnings of course but it's what we're looking for is the stuff that is blocking you that is holding you back I've seen a lot of people that have had physical injury in this life that nothing has happened it's been from a past life even me myself included wow it can cover mental it can cover physical emotional um there is just so many elements to it but basically once we review that life it's all about the healing mm. it's, it's about learning and having that dialogue and looking at what the lessons and learnings were mm. what you're still holding on to in this life and what you're ready to let go again this might sound quite um out there for some people listening but it's like you're sending that lifetime finally to the light like you're lifting and releasing it from you mm. and instantly you feel lighter instantly it comes off lifts off and what we want is to then hold on to what the most important lessons and learnings are it wasn't about what that lifetime was about that was just the story mm. but it's about healing and clearing like cleaning the slate alchemizing it so we're we're able to step forward and um, move forward and not have those little energetic karma or um, all those energetic cords and ties or heaviness holding us back those blocks you have just said so many amazing things because, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely happy to, to share um, my personal experience and, and doing my past life regression with you. And all I can think of right now is there was part that you guided me through where I believe I was at my funeral. And you just pulled me back. You were like, no, like we're not done yet. We're not going there. You've got more to learn from this. And I just, in that moment, I was so sad. Like I felt like, crap, this is my funeral. I'm dead already. 
oh no, I felt like, and, and it'll be interesting to hear if you've had this experience with others before. I felt as though you had like grabbed me and like shoved me back in that moment. It was like, a click and I was in a completely different scene. The biggest thing I, I guess, took away from this whole experience is there were times throughout the journey that my conscious mind was stepping in and was like, this is bullshit. But then... because that's who I am well that's good because I feel like that's who I am as a person I'm very in my head as a person Mm -hmm. and so it was a it was growth for me in itself to just allow that but to let it go and to not run with that train of thought and every scene or experience or you know timeline I suppose throughout that life what amazed me the most is my conscious brain was like this is not real this did not happen to you but then my body was physically feeling the things there was one point where I had a kid and my man he left me and he left me because he was going to make a better life for us and to go and you know build this sustainable future and then he was going to come back but I I wholeheartedly believed he'd left us for good and so my body like I was crying on Crystal's table (laughs) and I felt like everything was real. It, it didn't feel as though something I was just making up. My mind logically was like, this is a lie. You're making it up. But my body was telling me this is real and you've lived this before. And if you haven't before, you're living it now and you you're in it for real. Yeah. And it's so powerful, right? Because for starters, it's very normal to doubt. <laughs> and even when we have experiences, even spiritually speaking or meditation, you'll have an image, you'll have an experience and you're like, really? But that's the thing, like imagination is also that gateway and the bridge to your intuition. There is no doubting, you cannot doubt this whatsoever when you are physically feeling it in your body Mm -hmm. and you're emotionally feeling it in your body. So that's where, you know, I've had, I've, I've done so many past life regressions and seen so many different people. And I love even like what I call like the challenging ones where they are over analytical or they don't believe or whatnot. They, they do have an open mind because they're coming to me, Mm. but you know, it's those that are like, I I remember quite vividly a, a, a guy came to me and he was like, look, I'm really curious about this, but I'm just letting you know, I don't believe in this. And I'm like, great, awesome. Bring it on. <laughs> I don't, yeah, as long as you've got an open mind, mm-hmm. um, that's fine. But he um, went through it and he was crying. Wow. The experience was this completely random, far-fetched experience, the polar opposite to his life. Wow. And he was physically feeling it in his body. He was in a cry, he was crying. And he, when we finished the session at the end, he was like, I could not for the life of me make that shit up. Mm. Like he was like, I one don't know anything about that life that I'd even told you about. Mm. My childhood has been the total opposite to what that lifetime was. You can't doubt it. And that's the thing, you know, we, we can come into these lifetimes and have the most random experience. Like people sometimes giggle when they first come in, they're like, what? in the desert what's going on with these brown sandals or like you can be I I even have been regressed and um I've been an animal and I'm like what these aren't human feet oh my gosh it's been hilarious but um you can't make it up when you're physically feeling it and this is what we're looking for it's 
great to hear about the lifetime. That's just some information, really. We are looking for where these physical and emotional blocks are in your body mm. because you're still holding it. You're energetically still holding it. Mm. And so that then comes into this life, the next life, or wherever. If it's not healed, it just keeps going on. And so in order for us to move forward, become lighter and heal and learn and grow, I mean, I need to find the root cause. Mm. But this is what really this is about you know I've I've done a lot of healing myself and there have been a lot of root causes in childhood in this life Mm -hmm. but there has also been so many root causes in a past life and so what we're doing is we're exploring where did this first happen if we can go back to where it first happened heal it then it doesn't matter what happens in between and then that timeline that's like healed you've got to heal the root of it just mm. like medically you know you might have medication and you're just masking symptoms but until you find the problem and fix that or make changes then just covering it up mm. yeah so, so would, you, would you say that what you experience in that moment of doing the past life regression that that is enough to release that thing in particular that's holding you back or is there often more work that needs to be done it can be case by case but it also comes down to you know whether we're doing subconscious work or healing healing in an energetic sense or even physically right if someone helps guide you and support you to find what is needing to change change and you bring the awareness like awareness is always the key right awareness precedes change Mm -hmm. but action is actually the core that changes it so you then have this beautiful clean slate this beautiful platform but then it's about facing your fear and then going through pushing forward so the the block has been moved Mm. and now you're standing there and going right do I trust and take that leap of faith it's about you then moving forward and a lot of changes can be quite subtle and then all of a sudden you're doing things without realizing mm. and some can be quite instantaneous um you know if i share my example for for instance a lot of us that are doing this work as we are we have a lot of witch wounds mm. okay? and if you think back in time anyone that was intuitive or knew more or wanted to help people out of conventional ways, even ones that used plants, knowing that how good plants, like certain plants can help us. Mm-hmm. Certain scientists and doctors that may have had an awareness on how, how to do something. If you were out of, of the norm or the societal expectation or whatever, back then you were deemed as a witch and you were mm-hmm. burnt at the stake, you are persecuted. Even those, you know, being you know leading or feminine like all of that kind of thing it was like which 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 and we were basically persecuted and killed mm. for standing in our light and doing exactly what we've been called to now and so a lot of us are carrying a lot of these witch wounds where we've been killed mm-hmm. in the past for what we're trying to do now and so for me it was like this was Years ago, I'm like, right, I want to, I want to step out and do my work. But I was, like I said, I was living two different realities. Mm-hmm. It was because of my witch wounds. I didn't have a problem. I didn't <laughs> have a problem. With, like, I got to that point of going, I don't care. I'm so proud of who I actually am and helping people. But it was like, you know, you go to the diving board and then it was like, can't do it. Can't mm-hmm. jump off the edge. Something mm-hmm. holding me back. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I cleared the past life that all of a sudden I'm jumping off the diving board before without even knowing it like it just unfolded but it was until I healed that 
that I was able to actually be seen, that I was able to go, no one's going to hurt me now. This is Mm -hmm. a different time and place. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and there's just so, so much in that. I remember you sharing that with me um, when I came to my first holistic healing and that just felt so true for me. Like, you know, if, if I could put words around this feeling that I've had for so long of a desire to, to do something and to, you know, to be seen in the world, but just being held back and gripped so tightly, like you can feel the grips. And when you explained that about that witch wound, I'd never thought anything like that before. And, but when you explained that to me, I was like, wow, I, I feel that. And I would be curious to know what it was in a past life that, that I had, whether it's the same gifts that follow through each life or different things. But I, I feel that like actually feel as though something happened to me badly in the past for trying to help people or whatever that it now is um, or up until this point has been something that has made me to shy away from being seen and the craziest thing is that these aren't common conversations so it's not like normal you know in blooming bunny years their normal people will ever realize this about themselves they'll just know that oh like I've got this dream but uh, nah, I'm, I'm too scared. So I'm not going to do it. They won't actually know, Hey, there could be past trauma here from previous yeah. lives or, you know, generational stuff. I've been so curious about generational, um, mm. like woundings and trauma lately. And the idea that, you know, it, it's could just be something in your bloodline so high up that Absolutely. Is, is holding on you and your heart, you know, and you wouldn't even know it because it's not something that's commonly talked about this is what I love this this awareness and shift of consciousness that we are able to start having these conversations about this right and we do have these imprints from our family through our DNA through this ancestral trauma that we carry even being like I've been in I've been able to regress even into the womb of as a baby in my mother's womb and I have even imprinted and taken on the energy of the feelings which she was carrying you know she was 19 years old she wasn't wanting a kid at that time and all of that kind of thing so there's a lot of feelings that we can then also absorb as our own it's not I, I guess when we start talking about this and then your your awareness and whatnot starts going well okay I thought I had my healing down pat <laughs> now I'm going crap how much more is there to do we also are healing without us even realizing and the the beauty with having someone support, like even me, you know, I'm highly, highly qualified and intuitive and all that. But we, we as humans, we don't want to feel pain, right? Mm. And we'll only allow ourselves generally to go so far. And we also have things in our subconscious. And so the beautiful gift of having those that have been through stuff already, our, our, our mentors or guides, they can help guide us to a place of that uncomfortableness that we perhaps wouldn't allow ourselves to get so deep to Mm. or to access some of that subconscious mind we are also healing in our sleep I I know for a fact right now that when we sleep our souls don't sleep it's our bodies that are recharging but our souls are also clearing like we're doing massive work right now of healing a lot of ancestral stuff Mm. so there are some big ones that we may need to work on ourselves or take that leap of faith and take that action. Or sometimes, you know, we, we are gifted with the beautiful 
a gift of free will. Mm. And so when you have a crossroad in your life and you go, you know what, although I've had this experience my whole life or had a certain family or an upbringing and you're at a crossroad and then you've chosen another way, mm. already you've just healed a whole lot of stuff right there mm-hmm. because of your choice. You know, we're, we're constantly healing, but then there are just some of those things that we're going, okay, our body is either physically holding on to the memory or the trauma, or it's that energetic, or it's that subconscious, mm. and we need that extra support. But we are our own best healers, and I believe our our purpose, and even with reincarnation, it's almost like we are climbing that ladder, climbing back that ladder to self. And I, for me, I really feel that enlightenment is actually about knowing thyself mm. and knowing thyself that who we truly are, because we're not our experiences. We're not our wounds or anything like that. At the core of who we are, we actually have nothing to heal. We're pure <laughs> and whole and love, mm-hmm. but we've just got these layers. We've got all these coats and we're walking around with these freaking heavy coats and we're, we're collecting more coats. <laughs> But then when you make that conscious choice to go, I'm not collecting any more coats, you know, you can't just take them off all at once. Mm. Take them off layer by layer by layer by layer. And then slowly but surely you're then getting closer and closer and closer to the truth of who you really are. Mm. And um, things are shifting. Things are happening really fast. As much as there's so much going on in the world right now, it's just a really pivotal time that we're all here and I truly believe that our souls have chosen to be here at this time. Mm -hmm. We're change makers. And you may have heard this before, but when we heal ourselves, we are healing those generations before. We are healing our ancestors, but we're also healing the generations after. Mm -hmm. Some of us have a massive caseload, but it's because we're so strong. We're like, we're going to take it for the team. We're going to work. Oh, I just, I love this. And I mean, it, it makes me think of what you said earlier and no doubt what you say to every single one of your clients who comes from a past life regression is that you are not given anything you can't handle and I know that you shared that in the context of what you see in the past life that Mm -hmm. message has actually kind of held with me through the past few weeks of life is hard you will always have challenges but you're not given anything that you can't handle everything that comes your way is your way for a reason and you you can handle it and you can get through it that makes me think of this whole personal development world and you know specifically this podcast ladies are listening here to help grow their confidence and something I see when people get into personal development is we we feel like we're broken you might not feel that way when you get into personal development but when you start doing it and sometimes when you start unleashing and taking off those coats you see like shit I'm still wearing 50 coats and I take off one coat and I've still got 50 I think that time back in August 2020 when I had that breakdown to you that was because I was so upset I was like Crystal I've been doing this since I was 18. I've been doing this for eight years. Like how much more is there left? You know, because in that moment, I felt like I was still broken because one, I'd actually told myself or allowed others to make me feel like I was broken. I don't know. It's just this weird thing that I have felt. And I know others who dive into the personal development world feel that we are broken, but we don't have to have that mentality. I love your way of thinking of the the journey is just to getting back to yourself. It's not a journey of healing yourself because you are broken now. It's like, no, you're great now. You are 
as you know, you're amazing now, but we're just trying to bring out more of that amazingness in you, right? And trying to release some of that. And as you say, take off some of those coats. I'm just imagining like beautiful fur, like <laughs> thick, like things, coats you would wear in London in winter in the snow kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big. And you think too, as well, what I was touching on earlier about the energy of others, if you're trying to do your own work, but then you're one that is always doing so much for everyone else or taking on everyone else's Mm -hmm. stuff and not releasing and letting it go, then, you know, that is going to be heavy as well. If you're trying to heal yourself, well, you can only do so much if you're then trying to lead everyone else's journey. Yeah. And I always say to everyone, I'm like, you know, I love everybody so much and I am here to help change the world and help people realize the truth of who they are and heal themselves. And I say, look at the work I do, like bless, but I have all sorts that come to see me. I have people that are in the depths of despair. Mm -hmm. I have people that are on their spiritual growth or varying degrees with all sorts of stuff they're carrying. And if I didn't cleanse my energy, protect my energy, Mm -hmm. then I couldn't do the work I do. So sometimes when we say about like, you know, it's about not not taking on everyone else's stuff, it doesn't mean that you can't love. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you can't be the beautiful person you are, but there's a difference between love and energy. Mm. And it's the energy we're talking about where it's not your responsibility. Like I keep seeing a lot of nurses at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful, loving, caring nurses. And they're just absolutely just exhausted, heavy, mm. tired because they're giving and the so energy much. is giving so much and people unknowingly take the energy. We're, yeah, they're we're, sucking. We're the energy, they're sucking. So they're mm. feeling really heavy and so they're wanting to work on themselves, but they're going, I'm just so depleted and drained. How, where do I even start? Mm. So again, it comes back to self. You've got to start with yourself and learn those energetic boundaries. One thing I also wanted to talk about too as well was around past lives aren't just about the emotional blocks there is a lot of people that may have uh, underlining um, disease or illness or physical injury that can be related to a past life so as an example I started getting a lot of problems in my knee and I'm like oh nothing's happened to my knee anything like that and when I started going into it because I can intuitively see for myself Mm. my leg had been amputated and mm. so I had to work on the energetic of reconfiguring my leg. And so it was quite wow. funny when I was at the osteopath and he's like, so what's happened to your, your leg? And I'm like, oh, well, it was actually amputated. And so I've been having a lot of problems. And you can see the guy going, but her leg's still there. What? Oh, like, wow. And, and then I'm like, Crystal, in my head, I'm like, no, to self. Don't always speak out loud. <laughs> <laughs> But um, not only physical stuff, we've got fears and phobias. So think about people that have an overwhelming fear of drowning, mm. but nothing's ever happened, right? Mm. Or flying. Mm. And that is because in a past life, they're likely to have drowned or lost someone drowning. My mm. son, he, I'll share this with you, a memory when he was three. Um, but people flying, my husband, whenever we're in small towns, those air, the sirens that go off, like yeah. beach towns. Yeah complete chills and when we've regressed him it's because he was in the fighter planes in world war and having to those sirens going off to war so it's like the memory is still in your your nervous system Mm -hmm. in your physical form and again with people that don't believe there are like hundreds of articles of people people recalling past lives right children 
that are relaying back so many lifetimes that they have no idea about history and all of that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. My son, when he was three, he started talking and he's a very gifted wee boy. And when he was three, he's five now, but when he was three, he started talking about how he had drowned out in the ocean and I wasn't able to get to him. And for me in this life, when he was born, I've always had this thing like, and nothing's ever happened, but I'm always like, as we should, but always making sure that the bathroom door's closed. And I'm mm-hmm. always like, I'm not anxious. I'm not nervous, but I've just got this fear of yeah, drowning. For sure. And so that's because I'd lost them in the past life. Some people that have um, got asthma and stuff, they could have been in like the, the chain, like in. Oh, um, like, wow. Yeah, wow. Gas chambers wow. Full kind of body goosebumps. So, wow. Yeah. And so see those goose, goosebumps, that's confirmation. Mm. That's your intuition when you're like, ooh, so I've experienced a lot of that stuff for myself. Wow. And, you know, they've talked about reincarnation back to ancient Egypt. Hinduism as well was always talking about it. Mm. But you can't, can't dispute these memories that these young children are even having. Yeah. And talking about people too, you know, you, you have your soul family and you reincarnate quite often with your soul family. That's what I wanted to know more about yeah. next. Perfect. Yeah. So, <laughs> You, you might, so it's all guided. See, they're already telling me what's going on. But um, you, you know, when you meet someone sometimes, if you meet them and you're like, oh, I just, there's something about them. You don't know them, but you're like, nah, just For sure. don't, don't like them. Don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. Likely that you've had a past life with them where something not so great has happened. Mm. Or you meet someone and generally these are people that come into our lives and you're like, wow, it just, I feel like I know you, like I've known you from another time or whatever. And it's yeah. just that that massive connection. Again, you've had a past life with them. But generally our family members and, and our direct friends or relationships, they they we're all role-playing basically. Our our souls choose the story. I'll play this character, I'll play that character. Don't forget who I am, but I'm gonna maybe not be the nice guy and blah 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 blah. Then mm. we come down, we forget. And then we have all these experiences and, you know, like my, my father in this lifetime, he has been father in other lifetimes and similar pattern has occurred. Mm. And that's for me how to really heal in this life. Wow. But my son I've experienced, he was my father in another lifetime. Wow. And, and sometimes when I hold him, I feel like this young child, like I'm like, he's got the best hugs, but I feel like I get regressed back as if like, he's just holding me he's only five years old but it's yeah. like this like nurturing hug wow. so we can be man or woman in a different lifetime we have all these different roles the biggest thing to remember is that it's it's not about what unfolds mm. it's, it's about what the lesson and learning is and that's the same with our relationships in this lifetime we mm. I see so many and it's natural, it's human, but so many that are holding on to they did this, they did oh, that. Oh, it's the worst, but, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's about going, okay, that that it's not saying what happened is okay. Come up to that higher place. What are what is it really about? Because mm. even the worst person in this world that could have done the worst thing, they still have a light within them. They mm. still have the core of who they are, but they mm-hmm. just forgot. Yeah. 
Okay. So just a couple more questions for you before we wrap things up. I feel like we could just keep talking for ages. I know it's one of those conversations, right? And then when I start talking to people about it, because I just love it. Yeah. It's like, you just, this is why it's what when you're doing yourself's purpose, it's not work. Yeah. It's like something, doing something that you just can keep talking and talking about sharing. So let's talk on that. You, you know, you've shared with us that you have a family, you have two young kids. How do you do what you do and still manage a family? Well, I'm not going to say that it is easy. I uh, would definitely say that it is challenging, but I think if anything, when you're really focused on wanting to make an impact in the world or, you know, live your soul's purpose or do what you're meant to do, you you make it work regardless. And I think that for me, when I started listening to when I was finding it challenging, and this wasn't about me doing the work, this is me trying to do more studies alongside doing the work. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my children are five and two and a half, and so, then the husband, um, all of that kind of thing, as well as mm-hmm. dealing with everyone else. My biggest thing was making sure that I had my energetics down pat, mm-hmm. knowing how to cleanse and clear my energy, because that's the fundamental thing. If you don't have enough reserves within you or focusing on yourself, then you will go flat. And mm-hmm. so being an empath, which many can relate to, they often find that it's selfish to put themselves first. So they put their children or put everyone else. But if you are wanting to make a difference, you know, you putting yourself first is being a role model, first and foremost, for your children, for mm-hmm. your family. And it's also giving you more capacity to give. Mm. So it is never selfish and and self-love and self-care isn't about going and getting massages or all of that. For me, my self-love and care is actually working on the stuff I don't want to look at, you know, the things that make me uncomfortable or prioritizing myself or saying no, having friends that perhaps want to catch up and I consult with myself. How is my body feeling? How do I feel? you know what, I'm actually feeling really tired. And so in the earlier days, I would maybe come up with excuses. Oh, I've got this on. Whereas now I just say, look, that sounds amazing. I'd love to go do that, but I'm actually feeling really tired right now. And I'm going to fill my cup up. When you turn it back on you, that unless they're not so great people, they can't, they can't, you know, dispute that. So mm-hmm. I guess for, for those that are trying, and I see so many that are like doing so well and putting so much effort in, it comes back to boundaries, energetics, putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. It is a juggling act, yes, but it's looking at, I hear quite often, oh, I just don't have time. Mm. And I know I use that a lot too. But if you do a time schedule and write down every hour of the day what you're actually doing, I guarantee you, you will find time. The amount that you spend even scrolling on Facebook or whatever, there is a whole lot of time there. Mm -hmm. So it's about organization. Um, I'm not as organized as I'd love to be, but, you know, for me, it means if I want this bad enough, I get up earlier than the kids. Mm. I plan ahead. I multitask, you know, we're fantastic at multitasking. Absolutely. If anything, it's making non-negotiable time and communicating with those around you, communicating to your family or your partner or husband or whatnot, or even your children. This is my time and I'm not going to be disturbed in that, but you can do it loving. It's just Mm. setting those boundaries. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm multitasking everyone all the time, but I guess all I keep coming back to is my number one thing, how I can do this 
is because I look after my energy. I make mm. sure my energy tank is full. And if it is not, then I honor that. And I go, right, what have I got on this week? I am going to say no to this, mm-hmm. this, this. Mm-hmm. I remove myself from non-important things. Absolutely. Yeah. Now yeah. you've mentioned energetics so much. And obviously that is a huge part in what you do. Can you, if that is okay with you, share, say like one to two basic things that we can do at home to help with energetics in in a basic form? I think one that just comes straight away is being aware and mindful of our interactions with others, Mm -hmm. okay? So when we connect with an experience or a person or people, we create these energetic cords, And they are usually unknowing, okay? Mm -hmm. So we create these energetic cords. As you continue to meet and connect with other people, all these cords are like an emotional energy cord. So you're getting your energy, it's like a flow both ways. They're not feeling so good within themselves, then you are taking on that energy. One thing I would recommend or suggest is if you are in a situation where you're with someone and I do this even with those that are just like great friends or whatever I'm very firm in being in my own energy Mm -hmm. so when they leave or whatnot I just affirm I am now in my own energy and I imagine like a call between us and I release and push it back to them and I pull my energy back to me so it's Mm -hmm. visualization is the key intention Mm -hmm. is everything all you need to do is think what you want and do it that it's not actually very hard or complex or you don't need to know anything. It's like if you're feeling yucky and you've been around a whole lot of people, imagine a waterfall that is flowing over you, washing away anything around you, your aura, yourself, washing down into the earth. Cleanse yourself. I do my energetics every day. I remove the cords and I cleanse and clear my energy. Um, But in terms of practical ways, Epsom salt baths are really good for clearing and cleansing. Mm-hmm. I've got lemongrass in the diffuser. You gave that, me that one too. Mm. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and so that I gave to you with the intent that you roll on your hands and because you've got your aura, your energy field around you, visualize clearing and cleansing. So if you imagine like your little bubble or balloon around you, mm-hmm. clear and cleanse. Now, sometimes there are stuff that may require support. It might be hard for you to to do and and you might and you'll know by how you feel Mm. but if you start bringing awareness into going right at the end of the day I'm gonna clean my energy clear my aura um, imagine that you've got this magical like sort of light and just feel in your body like I I, even now at the end of the day I could in the past I could feel physically in pain like my body I'm like oh my back is killing me Mm. sometimes I'm like oh I'm so painful on the floor can get rid of it in 10 minutes by sitting there and clearing and it's just energetic cords that are tapped again come back to think what you want and visualize and do that Uh, so yeah clearing whatever um connecting with the earth as well grounding and calming yourself and Mm -hmm. just just from it's all about intention and using those words i'm now 100 in my own energy connecting if you do have spiritual we all have spiritual team but calling on your guardian angel your spiritual team to come and help lift things from you mm-hmm. the weight of the world so many people have that heaviness on their shoulders carrying everyone else's stuff imagine big bricks lift a brick off just feel into your body mm. what comes up to you don't go outside of yourself go in feel where you're feeling heavy 
Where is it? Okay, what is it? You've got an imaginary toolbox that has any, anything in it that you could imagine. What would you use with whatever you're feeling? Oh, it feels like there is just this big, heavy brick there. Okay, mm -hmm. so you've got a magical hammer of light. Smash <laughs> it off. Get the angelic team with their vacuum cleaner to lift it off. You know, start feeling in, go into your body. Mm. Ask your body. Your body is your intuitive vessel and it will tell you what is going on. So go in and ask. Crystal, you are an absolute shining light and I am so grateful that our paths crossed again or that my intuition was like you need Crystal Lee get in touch with her um because the past few months uh even just those two sessions and especially now and and just this beautiful conversation and hearing more about you and the work that you do is just so powerful so thank you so much for your time and thank you for your your wisdom and and sharing your experiences with us and um your your vision for you know helping to create a better world which you absolutely are doing and and that's a massive mission of mine too but I just couldn't freaking do it like I felt as though ah why can't I do this and you've helped to lift that from me so thank you so much you're welcome thank you for having me there you have a beautiful uh, episode with the wonderful Crystal Lee the holistic healer she's based in Waikato at the moment plans on moving to the Bay of Plenty this year sometime I believe if you want to work with her she does online and in person check out her website I have put the details below but it is crystal-lee.com co.nz you can get that direct link in the bio along with a link to her instagram account and of course our girls get hq socials as well we would love to connect uh, via instagram or on our website so i'm so glad that you are here and that you have listened to this episode now you just need to take action and practice something that you heard here today catch you back next week for a new episode very soon